Happy Sunday, beloveds. Before we get into this Bible study, let's pray before we slay. Heavenly Father, thank you for another Sunday. Thank you for your engrafted word that speaks truth, love, and edification to our hearts. Lord, as we dive into this word, I ask that you would prevent, bind every distraction that we would be focused to receive your spiritual nourishment. And please forgive us of our many sins. Come into our hearts and make us a new creation. Make us just as empathetic and compassionate, forgiving those who've trespassed against us. We release any ungodly emotion to you now. We cast all of our cares at your feet, knowing that you are faithful to provide, to sustain, and to continue mentoring us in the ways that we should go. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, believers. So what I'm going to do today is I'm actually going to read one of my favorite Psalms. I feel like all of them could possibly be my favorite psalm, depending on the day. (laughs) Like, yes, that resonates, you know, but um, there is a specific word that I want to get into. So with that said, let's get into Psalm 34. This is the King James Version. Once again, Psalm 34, a psalm of praise and trust. Here goes it. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were lightened and their faces were not ashamed this poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them O taste and see that the Lord is good blessed is the man that trusteth in him O fear the Lord ye his saints for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. 
He keepeth all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. All right, so first and foremost, did you notice that the Lord delivereth them from all, right? All of our fears, all of our trials and tribulations. He says this three different times in this scripture, I believe. All of our afflictions. He delivereth him out of them all. But that's not really where I want to go with today's message. What I want you to do is focus on verse 14. Seek peace and pursue it. Yo! Here is the thing, my friends. Peace does not always come naturally. Peace is something that we often have to fight for. Peace is something we have to take the initiative to operate in, right? To cultivate the energy of peace and serenity and calmness. We have to be intentional because the world doesn't want you to be in a state of peace. You know what the news is going to do? They're not going to show you rainbows and butterflies. The news is going to show you chaos and suffering. That's why it's critical that you are watching what you are watching because that's creating a meditation for your mind. You know, there's some people that are just, they are completely confounded because they don't realize that they have immersed themselves in dysfunction and chaos and havoc and they're glued to you know the news and the shootings and yes but here's the thing if you are looking where there is something wrong if you are looking in the direction that lacks peace you yourself will not have peace but if you are seeking peace if you are pursuing peace, then you can cultivate that energy. And here's the thing that's so critical about peace. Listen, peace is priceless. You know, I have stopped doing a lot of things, whether it was a job or a vice or even dating certain people, right? Because as soon as I realized that it was distracting, it was hindering my peace, I said, you know what? This isn't worth it to me. Because we need to have a peaceful state of mind to function as our optimal selves. When you are in a state of confusion and just being baffled and agitated, you can't function at your best. You can't make good decisions because the lack of peace is your default for performance right? So I want to go over just a few different things that can help us, you know, in these times to create peace, you know, because so many people, they want to live 
in abundance. They want prosperity. They want healthy and abounding relationships. But if you yourself don't have peace, all of these things are going to be affected by the trajectory of your aura, of your energy, right? Peace is something that you have to fight for every single day, man. Like when I get in rush hour traffic, I'm fighting for peace. <laughs> get off the road, Karen. <laughs> OMG, right? So first and foremost, creating healthy boundaries. That is essential to preserve your peace. Okay, creating healthy boundaries. What I'm talking about is with friends, with family, even with social media. Because what you are giving access to is affecting you. Right? So I'm just going to tell you, one of the things that I actually stopped doing, and I want to say maybe this was two years ago now. No, actually, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay? Is I realized, because when you meditate, that's why I keep telling you guys to meditate. Are you meditating? <laughs> when you meditate, you can observe your thoughts as if you are not yourself. Because truly, we are all spirits having a human experience, right? We're having um, an experience in our body. Because our body is the house. It's the temple of our spirits. So when you meditate, you can look and observe your thoughts and your proclivities and be able to extrapolate certain things that will just help you understand yourself so you could live a more prosperous life, you know? And one of the things that I sat down and I realized, I was like, you know what actually triggers my anxiety? Because anxiety is the opposite of peace, okay? I realized people calling me, it triggers my anxiety. Believe it or not, I do not typically talk on the phone ever. Every interaction that I have is generally via email or text or in person, you know. Um, and when I realized this, I said, okay, so if this keeps triggering my anxiety, then I need to amend the situation by taking initiative to prevent this from happening. So things that I started to do, put my phone on do not disturb, you know, like a lot of times my phone is on do not disturb. Even if somebody were to call me, they wouldn't get through. <laughs> but hey, just a disclaimer, I tell everyone, I tell everyone, you must text me to correspond with me. I'm letting you know right now, I don't answer my phone. I rarely have my ringer on. I literally have created an environment for less stimulation so I myself can be more inspired for self-innovation, okay? So here's the thing about people though. You have talkers and then you have texters. There are talkers and there are texters. Generally, people have um, one bias over the other. Like, they have one preference over the other. So I tell everyone, you know, especially when I notice people starting to call me, hey, I don't talk on the phone. And they're like, what? You're a podcaster. You're a professional speaker. 
How do you not talk on the phone? Well, guess what? Because that is what actually allows me to sustain my energy. So when it's time to speak and share a message, you know, I actually have the supernatural reinforcement. I have the faculties to speak inspiration, edification, and motivation into people's lives. You know, because I don't waste my conversation. My conversation is currency, boo-boo. See, when you know what your assignment is, then you will set up your lifestyle so that it can support you. So no, I'm not going to be that person that's going to chop it up with you on the phone. We're going to be talking all freaking day. No, I've got things to do. But more importantly, that silence allows me to cultivate different messages to be inspired, to get downloads and revelations from God, to be able to extract certain lessons from the things that I'm observing. Because I like to watch things and observe people. And then it's like, I will take something that I see and I will apply it into a message that will inspire, teach, or, you know, um, encourage someone. So it's like, I had to lay that foundation for myself So I could be fruitful for my purpose, you know, so whatever you need to do to create healthy boundaries for yourself pertaining to your relationships, because a lot of you that are listening to me, you are a leader, you are a strong spirit. So people tend to, they come to you because they're attracted to your light They're attracted to your authority. They are attracted to your capability, your your aptitude. You are able. And for a weak person, they will always gravitate towards a strong person. But here's the thing. You are still a person, right? You can't be open 24 hours a day, seven days a week to listen to, you know, Nancy and Keisha in their toxic relationships. Honey, no, 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 no. (laughs) Because you yourself, you only have so much energy every single day, right? So you have to create healthy boundaries for yourself. So for me, it was, hey, you don't call me, you text me, or you don't talk to me at all. And I'm okay with it either way. You know, that's my boundary. Because at first, The reason why I say boundary, my friend, is you have to be firm on these things. People will always try to push that boundary. I have done this so long as far as relayed my truth to people. And what I've noticed is they won't initially, a lot of people won't in the beginning initially respect it because they're so accustomed to getting their way, whether it was from you or other people. They have this narcissistic personality that says, hey, you cater to me. I'm going to have it my way, right away. No, you're not at Burger King. (laughs) That's not how we do things over here. So when you lay a boundary, you have to be firm. Like when people call me that I've told I only text, I won't answer them, period. I will reject the call. I will let it go to voicemail. I don't care because you're not respecting my boundaries, so I'm not going to respect your request. It's just that simple. Right? Because peace is priceless. So whatever gives you the opposite, you have to create a boundary for. Right? So for me, it's, hey, you got to text me. 
For some of you, it could be times of availability, right? Because maybe some people are hitting you up throughout your workday and, you know, it's all this vapious conversation that doesn't amount to anything. They're simply transferring their toxic energy to you, you know, their gossip, the woes, you know, the woes of their life, their woe is me and all that good stuff. Listen, I understand if you want to be there for your sister. I get it. If you want to stay um, and, and be that, that support for your family, I understand that. But you need peace to perform, right? So maybe it's, hey, why don't you call me on... Uh, on Saturday between the hours of one and three. Listen, yeah, if you have to give people hours of availability for you, do it, boo-boo. Because some of you don't realize that there are certain hours that we are all optimally um, functional, meaning that you are in a state where this time, like this set time between these hours, that's your time to execute. That's your time to get things done. That's the time that you are in the energy to be productive. And you can't have people distracting you, man. You got to be about your father's freaking business. So one of the ways that you seek peace and pursue it is creating boundaries and sticking to them. Let everyone know what they are. Communicate, right? And with that communication, do not waver because if you let someone break a barrier once trust me when I tell you they're gonna break it two three four what barrier times <laughs> all right so we've beaten that with the with the freaking pole so let's go to the next one um, yeah I've got notes today folks <laughs> God's been working on me boo-boo all right so the next thing to seek peace and pursue it is forgiving others you must release past offenses. Whether you verbalize it to them or you just reaffirm it to yourself, peace is on the other side of forgiveness, man. Okay. And the reason why we must forgive is so that God forgives us. Like, I can't hold on to this grudge because of something you did when guess what? I fall short of God's glory every single day. So when you forgive people and when you are forgiven yourself, there is an aura of peace that just sits on you and you're okay with where you are because you're not harboring any animosity, any bitterness, any resentment. You know, there's someone um, in my life who I speak to periodically and it's just, it's crazy how long a woman, <laughs> it's crazy to me how long a woman <laughs> can harbor resentment and bitterness for her ex. Like, honey, let it go. Like... <laughs> This might resonate with some of you, okay? This might, you know, this might even resonate with some of you fellas out there. Yes, someone broke your heart. Guess what? Everyone gets their heart broken by someone, okay? 
You don't want to carry that heartbreak into your future. You don't want to have that as your default when you are seeking to be in healthy and abounding relationships with other people. You know, this woman is in an entirely different relationship and she still talks about her ex. I'm like, what? This is crazy. Because this person, I guarantee, is not thinking about her. I guarantee it. (laughs) But the reason why we really have to forgive others and just let go of our past and, you know, move forward and heal, man, is because when you are able to do that, when you are able to let go of the debris of your past, that's when you're able to embrace the blessings of your future. You don't want to carry all this garbage up the hill to your promised land. My friend, it's just going to hinder your journey. It's just going to harm you in the end. And emotionally, we have to do our inner work to forgive people. Like you may, you may never speak to that person again for the rest of your life, but it's within you that you can come to terms with being forgiving, for being merciful, for being compassionate. You know what helps me forgive people? Just knowing how screwed up I am. (laughs) Because listen, y'all, we all have areas that we have to work on, right? So it's like when I tend to slip into my flesh a little bit like you know what hmm, she is getting on my lap I can't stand that woman when I start to slip into that like really negative just foul energy I remember like you know what I can't act like I was never the bad guy I can't act like I never needed forgiveness. I can't act like I've always been walking on, you know, uh, the path to glory and honor. No, honey. (laughs) Like, I have to recall all those times that I was stank, that I was foul, that I was manipulative, you know, that I was deceptive. I recall all of that, you know, and then it's like, okay. (laughs) because that's where I was at that point in my life. You know, that was who I was based off of the knowledge and experience I had then. So not only can I look at someone else and forgive them for being that way, you know, for hurting me, for, you know, using me, for abusing me, for disrespecting me. Not only can I I look and forgive that person, but then I can look on myself and forgive me for who I used to be, right? So when you forgive, it's like you're not forgetting. When you forgive, all you're doing is you're you're laying those offenses at God's feet and you're saying, hey, I'm broken by this and I need you to heal me. Come into my heart and make me new. Let me not be motivated by anger. Let me not operate 
from frustration. Let me not be in the energy of agitation and fear and doubt because that's when the enemy likes to influence us. When you're in your feelings about somebody, that's when they're going to plant these little seeds. Yep. You know, because you're not thinking clearly because you are basically in a state where your emotions are ruling you. So anytime that I'm upset that I realize, yo, I don't, I don't have peace in my heart about a certain person or situation, you know, like your body will even tell you, you will tense up whenever you, you think of something and then you just tense up, you know, you, you just get this little scowl. You just become very pensive and, you know, um, and obstinate, you know, whenever you get in that energy, just ask God to help you forgive because it really is a process. It's not anything that you can just do in a day. Okay. I forgive you, honey. We can say the words, but that doesn't mean it it resonates with our hearts. Okay. (laughs) So reaffirm that forgiveness to yourself And if you do have the opportunity, definitely let that other person know as well, because you will feel a thousand times lighter. I guarantee it. Like, hey, you know, no hard feelings, man. We're all people. We're only human after all. I forgive you. Let it go. All right. Now, the third one that I'm going to give you guys today, the third tip on how to seek peace and pursue it is avoid the gossip. That's right. You have to avoid messy people. You have to avoid people who have these toxic tendencies, man. You know, groups of individuals who gnash their metaphysical teeth on drama. Like they they love to bask in that Oh yeah, this is what's going on and this is what I heard and you know, she ain't nobody and you know, there's an energy with those people and you feel it. You can feel it and you have seen it. Because a leopard doesn't change their stripes, my friend. They don't change their spots. You know what I'm saying? So, if you know that certain people are just gossips and they're just sloppy and they're messy, you know, You know, a liar is a cheat and a cheat is a thief. If you know that certain people are not ethical, you know, who have lower morals than you do, who are not pursuing peace, but are entertained by drama, get away from these people, man. Okay? Because that becomes your habitual energy. You don't want to operate in sloppy because then you yourself will become it. I'm telling you, right? I've witnessed this too many times in my own life, you know, because I am definitely a loner. I'm secluded, but I'm secluded by preference most of the time because, you know, I feel like when I'm immersed in a lot of people, there's a lot of energy And I can't necessarily hear my own thoughts, you know, so I told you I like to observe and and kind of extrapolate revelations and whatnot. So when I do end up, you know, because I've done this a few times, 
um, hanging out with, you know, a group of people, it just, sometimes it wears me down, man. And I'm like, you know what's crazy? I will take on some of their negative traits after hanging out with them a few times. It's like I, I caught myself speaking ill about someone that I didn't know. And this person was a celebrity, but that's not, that's not the essence of me. You know, I don't talk bad about people because I feel like when you do that, you're cursing them. And who are you to curse a creation of God? We are, <laughs> we are not in a position to be judges because we're not in the position to be cultivators. I can't change you. I can't mold you into a better image. <laughs> right? But I caught myself slipping in that conversation, you know, of, of just partaking in that um, that kind of scorning. And I'm like, yo, when, when I observed that, I said, this is not me, man. You know how you rub off on certain people? Like maybe you've got a certain lingo and somebody will say something. Like for me, I say mother lifter. So sometimes my clients will say it like, yeah, those mother lifters. And I freaking love it. <laughs> but it's like, you have to be careful because realistically, people's energy, it's infectious. Their energy, their words, their perspectives, their proclivities, their way of thinking, all of those things can rub off on you if you are in the wrong environment. And that will be completely counterproductive to where God wants to take you. You know, so you have to avoid the gossip. You have to avoid the drama queens. You have to avoid the people who prefer contention, you know, like by all means necessary, because the only thing that entertains them is fear, is anger, is anxiety, is jealousy. Yeah, they get stirred up by this stuff. It's like, oh, oh yeah, let's, let's talk about this person today. Oh, let me tell you what I saw. Let me tell you what I heard. I saw this on TMZ. Guess what the neighbor bought? You know who she's dating now? I heard they're getting divorced. Like, no, honey. You have to avoid sloppy people like this. You know, because that whole energy, that will create just a state of normalcy for you. And then you're, you will wonder why you're not functioning at your best. Because now you've acclimated to this energy of just sloppiness. People are messy. You know, you don't want to reduce yourself to a person that scorns and gossips and that gets entertained by the demise of other people and, and different things of that nature. No, honey, you have to seek peace and pursue it. And what that means is you basically have to flee those who don't cultivate the same. If they're not seeking peace, if they're not pursuing those things that are praiseworthy, then you need to flee because the original, the first part of that verse, okay, Psalm 34, verse 14, it says, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. So that first part right there, depart from evil and do good. 
get out of the company of the wicked man. Those who are not living righteously, those who are not seeking to be honorable people. Because the energy that we immerse ourselves in, it's affecting the trajectory of our lives. It's affecting your reputation. It's affecting your cultivation. Okay, so with that said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Wow, I feel like I was talking forever. (laughs) And I love you guys so much for tuning in. Share the podcast with a friend. Did you know we are in 41 countries? We are still growing and still glowing. Hey, do me a favor. Follow me on TikTok. Okay, I've got some pretty cool videos up there as well. Um, my profile is I am Bell Fit. With that said, have an amazing rest of your weekend. I will talk to you very soon. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl Bell Fit. And we are the Black Sheep Believers. Ciao.